0: Firstly, thank you very much uh, for your presence on my show. You are welcome. uh, And uh, it's an honor for me to interview you and uh, tell about uh, the work that you are doing and uh, the positive energy that you are sharing through your social platforms and through your books to the world. Well, thank you. Thank you. And you're out
1: of uh, India, correct? Yeah. For some reason, I've been getting a lot of uh, podcasts and uh, from that, you know, come out of India. People invited me on the last year or so. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm connecting, you know, internationally. Um, I also had a kind of a weird thing the other day, um, a famous uh, uh, actress out of Pakistan who has several million followers. uh posted one of my quotes on her Instagram. And, you know, I've never met her or anything. But but, uh, since that happened, I got a couple of thousand new followers,
0: you know, kind of thing. That's awesome. So uh, before talking about your work, uh, can you please introduce yourself to my audience? Uh, My name is Gary Hensel. Uh, I'm an author. I've authored five
1: books, and I'm working on my sixth right now. Uh, my last book, um, Lessons for a Spiritual Warrior, uh, was a, a bestseller and won some award, book awards. Um, and I, uh, I got about 150,000 social media followers that I talk to all over the world every day.
0: So uh, you you are a professional author?
1: Yes, yes, yes. In my past life, I was a college professor. Um, I, in the area of business and leadership, and I also was a department chair for a while yeah. during that tenure, and I did that for about 20 years, and uh, then I started uh, writing, and uh, that has kind of grown and expanded, and and uh, as, besides reaching people through the books, what I didn't realize was going to happen was all the social media um, that, that came along with it, and that's kind of a, you know, an animal on its own, you know.
0: So what's your first book and what's what is the motivation for that? I,
1: uh, you know, I was I taught leadership and I I always thought, you know, once I move on to the to the next phase of my life, I'd like to uh, write a really good leadership book. But the more I worked on it, it kind of became more of a spiritual book uh, about spiritual growth and growth of the individual and, um you know, life lessons—that type of thing—and um, so it kind of really moved my focus, and um, that's what I've been doing now for about ten years.
0: So, uh, how that is uh, impacting the the world or uh, the people who are uh, uh, listening to you? Well, I like to think it
1: does a little bit. I, um, you know, so many people talk about uh, social media and. Uh, even the Internet in general, having so much bad and negative. But I meet people like you all the time, um, whether it's through social media or it's, it's through podcasts or interviews that are doing so many positive things, you know. And so my interaction with social media, which is quite large and busy, I spend several I get up in the morning. And I spend a couple hours every morning just answering people from all over the world, you know, because of the time zones and things like that, you know. And I have people in India or Russia, uh, China, Australia, South America, uh, you know, South Africa, you name it. And asking me questions, you know, they're going through rough times. Uh, Maybe it's a divorce, a bankruptcy, you know, uh, they're they're laid off at their job. And they find uh, some of the stuff that I post on social media or my books give them some some energy, some life, some light. Uh, and so that makes me feel great because that's what it's all about. And uh, and so, again, I, I'm surrounded by thousands of people. I get very little negative feedback ever on social media. And when I do, I just
0: ignore it, you know. So, uh- in your in uh in your past uh, career uh you was into leadership and uh, uh you have uh you was into a different thing and uh, you started writing books and uh, uh, slowly you have realized that uh, there is a spiritual person in you with, yeah uh, yeah uh, making you to I uh, think there uh, always was I, I
1: mean even as a small child I was always fascinated um you know first with organized religions but then moving even further in in the growth you know and and my life has had a lot of huge um you know peaks and valleys some really horrible times and some great times and and um it's just been constant growth if i look back over my life it's all about growth growth i'm not the same person i was 10 years ago or 20 or 30 or 40 years ago It's And so, and I think that's what life is all about. I think if people said, you know, what's the meaning of life? It's to grow, you know, it's to. And um, so that's what my life has been. And uh, it's been pretty chaotic and crazy at times. um, But it's also given me the empathy and the understanding for people that are going through really, really rough times, you know, hard times. um, So I can feel what they're feeling. And I can understand, and I can hopefully help them a little bit from the mistakes I've made. You know, because we we learn through making mistakes, and and um, so you know, the, again, this is just kind of the next chapter of my life, which is about sharing what I'm learning, and I'm still constantly learning.
0: So, what are your next four books after the first one?
1: Wow. <laughs> well, oh, what were the next four? Yeah. Well, um, my first one was. Uh, the first one that was in the spiritual realm was called I am, and it was all built around the concept of uh, the, the words you put after I am create who you are, you know, and and um, I was really reading lots of ancient wisdom from all different parts of the world and all different religions and and what I was coming out with when writing it was a lot of real, you know, boring. I'm like, nobody's ever gonna read this. So I, I thought about when I was a teacher, when I was a college professor, the one thing I did well, we all have different strengths and weaknesses, and what I did well was simplify things. So my first book, especially, I made it extremely simple, but that was on purpose. And and it really caught on, people. people liked it. So there's a lot of just basic wisdom in that, you know. And, uh, and then the second book, um, because the first one had done so well, um, I wrote a book, um, that was called notes to a younger me. And the concept there was, what would I tell a five-year-old me, you know, a 10 year old me, a 15 year old me from everything that I've learned. Obviously my whole life would be drastically different, you know, knowing the lessons, you know, if I could if I could grab that 15 year old and and talk to him and uh, his life would have been so much easier and so much more prosperous and and loving and everything. But uh I wouldn't be the person I was if I didn't go through the lessons I had to learn, you know. Um And so and that book was kind of almost really all my writing is written to myself. You know, it's about my healing and my growth. And then. um so both those books um, did, did very well. Um, and uh, the last book was Lessons for a Spiritual Warrior. And that was, again, just continued development of my growth and then wanting to share that, my growth, my healing, and, and sharing that. And those have been the, the three books that have um, really caught on to the genre of spiritual life growth. Uh, you know, uh, some people call it new thought. New age, some of those terms get thrown around that type of thing. uh I also was asked to collaborate on a book um that was a group of inspired individuals out of London in an organization called uh um the powerhouse and i and i and I've won some awards through them and I've spoken in London for that organization but the powerhouse global group and so they asked i wrote one chapter of a book that they uh, they put out new it's a beautiful book with a lot of great and inspiring people on that, you know. Um and then um I've written a book that's that's called The Pullman Effect and it it's, it's uh lessons about leading people, um, uh, you know, and, and and at their core, what do they need and what do they want and so so that's where I'm at and, and now I'm working on another book uh that I'm very, very excited about. It's been slow, but you know that's how the process is sometimes.
0: So, spirituality is something that uh, is not uh, 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 being uh, physically with ourselves, uh, going uh, beyond the body and thinking about something which yes. uh, which is beyond. So, yeah. being a teacher, being a professor, teaching uh, different things, coming out from that profession and uh, uh, trying to go into a different phase of life and uh, not just putting in yourself. You're trying to express yourself uh, through different platforms and different mediums, especially through your books. So what do you understand about uh, life in whole? Life as a whole? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Some of the most important lessons that I have learned, and I do think they're a core for a lot of people. uh, One is that you have to learn to love yourself. And I know that sounds silly and people that don't really have any spiritual uh, building blocks to start with think it might be, you know, your ego, but it, that's not what it's about, you know. Um, and so coming out of some of the hard areas of my life, uh, there were times I had very low self-esteem and I was doing things for the wrong reasons and doing things out of fear, you know. So I've spent my life learning how important it is to love yourself because you really can't love somebody else in a healthy way until you love yourself in a healthy way, you know? And as you do that, as you grow, as you become healthier emotionally, mentally, and even physically, because it's all connected, right? And then then you attract people like yourself, and then you get in healthy relationships, relationships that keep growing, you know, along the way. Um, and uh, so that's been a big lesson. Another one that I, I talk a lot about is being happy. And I think um, happiness is a choice. No matter how horrible your situation is, that's something you still own. And, and there's so many people, especially in the United States, where, you know, where they have so much abundance and so much wealth and and they take it for granted, and they and they don't appreciate what they have, and they think they have a hard time, but the truth is they're still struggling with the ego and the me, and you know, um, and they've lost their they've lost some key concepts. And part of being happy, I I broke it down in in um, some master classes, is number one you have to have purpose, you have to have purpose in life. There has to be a reason to get out of bed every morning, right? Number two, you must be grateful, grateful for the things you do have. And as you truly count your blessings and, and think it, 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 it changes who you are, it changes deep into your soul. And now, instead of being in an area of lack all the time, you're in an area of I'm, I'm, it, life is beautiful I have so many gifts given to me. I'm experiencing this right now, and you know and and so you start attracting more good positive stuff to you, right. The third one is you must have laughter. there must be lots of laughter in your life um and so do whatever that takes. Even simplistically, like, you know, watch a stand-up comic or uh, watch a a silly movie or whatever. But your house, your home, the people you surround yourself with should be happy people. And that includes laughter, you know. And last one, the fourth uh, pillar that I put in constructing happiness is you must give back. What are you doing in the world that's helping other people every day? And if you do those four things, you will find yourself more and more and more moments of happiness. None of us are perfect. We're always going to have sad times. We're always going to have, we're, we're human. We're going to have times we feel sorry for ourselves, you know, we're the victim. But when we start changing that percentage, like more and more of the time you're grateful and you're happy and you're laughing than the other, you are then, you know, moving in the right direction, you know. Um, so those are the two, I think those are two huge lessons, you know, and maybe it'd take a whole lifetime just to learn those
0: two, you know, uh, and get them down. So in, in this spiritual journey, have you understood why uh, humans, we as humans uh, have uh, 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 the feelings, thoughts, and emotions connected to their physical body? Yeah. I mean, that's
1: what uh, so much of, of the different religions and the great Thought leaders and, you know, that that concept, you know, like, why are we here? What is our what is our purpose? You know. um, Some of the people that I had in my life early on, um, there definitely was love. There was friendship. There was things like that. But. I I, I realize now looking back that that uh, they didn't want to grow like I did. You know, so I realized I had to surround myself with people that were growth, growth, growth people, you know. Um and so I think if we if we stay in that we're staying in the ego. How much money do I make? What kind of car do I have? What job title do I have, you know? Is my spouse pretty enough? All of those types of things, you know. Um do I have the right amount of children? What, you know, whatever it is for you that's just all the superficial stuff. That's not you, you know, that that's the ego talking this. And I believe everybody truly deep inside them does want to continue to grow. Uh, and, and that can mean a lot of different things, but I, I in my area, I could grow spiritually,
0: you know? And in this vast experience, uh, uh you have learned a lot and, uh, You have understood a lot in your uh, uh, in your life and you're putting that in different uh, 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 books of yours. So uh, the experiences that you have now, you are expressing it. How is that? Well, I think that's. um, My life
1: even before as a college professor, I was in the corporate world before that, you know. Um, and, uh, I was my last position, I was director of human resources. Um, and in that position, there was a a certain amount of fulfillment, but I still wasn't fulfilled. So that's why I moved into teaching because I felt, I guess I needed to share. I needed to, to help people, but you go back further. I did that for many years in industrial settings, heavy manual labor, you know. So, again, you see you see the life growth, you know, ditch digger to, you know, uh, lots of degrees and then a corporate career and then into academia and teaching and now into writing. Um, and as I sit here now, I say, well, I'm probably going to you know die as a writer, my, my physical body. But who knows? The way my life's been going, you know, (laughs) 10 years from now, I might be off to something completely different, you know.
0: And uh, but where this wisdom is coming in you, the positivity that you have, the positive thoughts that you're sharing. I saw your Twitter account. It is a collection of so many thoughts. It uh, definitely anybody who uh, just uh, scrolls uh, uh, and uh, comes to your profile definitely uh, touches their heart or changes. Uh, uh, the way they think for sure. So how, uh, you built yourself in that much, uh, positive energy. Yeah. And
1: like I said, you know, both my writing and really my posts are so much for me, you know, it's like, it's like, I need to continue to, to read and listen to the great thinkers throughout time. I need to, um, to read some powerful quotes that I've read thousands of times, but they're still, you know, even I need, you know, and so I guess it is, it's a lot about, and it may sound selfish, but it's a lot about my own healing and my own growth, you know, and part of my growth, a big part of my growth is the teaching. I need, I need to teach. I need to give back, you know, like we said, that's that fourth step of happiness, you know, and it's also, um, we all give back in different ways. You know, you're giving back uh, by the work that the great work that you're doing, you know, and people do it. Some, sometimes it's very simple. Some people um, love to cook and they and they show love and they give love through through cooking and feeding people. You know things like that. Sometimes uh, a parenting it becomes their life, and they and they're they're a great parent and a grandparent and a great grandparent. And so you know everybody is not up on the mountaintop, uh, but everybody has a choice and an option to give. And as you give, you will continue to grow happier, and you will continue to grow spiritually. Uh, it's all intertwined. You know the gratitude, the giving, the learning. You know. That type of thing it's the ego that says i don't have anything else to learn you know that's silly you know that's you know um and so um again so much of it what i teach and what i try to practice myself is uh is that giving and growing and but i um, you know i do things like i meditate every day you know that's important for me to create stillness in my life you know um I practice what's called grounding are you familiar with that at all that, yeah, you, yeah. you know, keeping your bare feet to the to the to the earth as much as you can you know so many times I'll meditate and ground at the same time you know um I even moved uh to a warmer climate because I believe nature is so important I have to be surrounded by nature both visually through just the views from where I live, but also being able to go out on walks and be with nature and to ground all year round. You know, I don't have to worry about snow and stuff like that where I'm at right now, you know. So, um, so that's important. That's a big part of it. I have to be out there in nature. I have to be regrounding with nature. I have to still my mind on a regular basis, on a daily basis, you know, um,
0: and uh, it, it all, it all comes together. So uh, your thoughts are reaching uh, thousands of people uh, uh, all over the world, internationally, globally. So what, how, uh, uh, w- what are those qualities uh, which helped you uh, to uh, make other country people to learn from you?
1: Well, you try to connect with them. And one thing, you, just like we said, constant learning, you have to listen. You know, when people are sending me a direct message and and, you know, all different ways. Um, you know, again, you have to listen to what they're what's really going on with them. You know, sometimes it's not just on the surface level. You know, sometimes people will comment that they don't understand what I posted. Um, so then we start a dialogue back and forth, you know, and I'm learning, you know, Um uh, and I'm and learning to be more empathetic and listen to what they have to say. And we have so many different worldviews. We're raised differently in different political systems and different economic systems. Um, and so you really have to be um, me. I have to learn to be open minded and understand that. We're all not going to think the same way. And we've all had different life experiences, Um and I've had some really hard life experiences, but I understand there's many people that have had it much, much worse, too, you know. Um, and so, you know, and you're talking to somebody who's just going through just some horrible life situations. And it's tough sometimes to, uh, to connect with them and, and get down to the empathy you need. And they're having a hard time accepting some of the things that you're talking about and you have to accept that too, that that's okay. You know, I, you know, like how sometimes I know in all the countries, people argue about politics, you know, well, as you grow, you realize that I don't need to convince everybody to think the same way I do. You know, that's, that's silly. You know, it's just not, and that's the ego. You must think like I do, you know? Um, and so, um, I, when I put out a new book, I'm working on a book now, and and I think it's going to be uh, a little bit controversial. Again, it just keeps the continued growth for me, and I'm, I don't worry about you know what the people that are supposed to read it will read it. The people that don't agree with it, they're probably not going to read it anyway, you know, and that's okay. So you know what I mean? It, it's like I can't I can't try to please people. I have to be what I'm learning to share what I'm learning.
0: So uh, you are the evidence uh, of the constant change that is happened on this planet in few years yeah. uh, in your life. So what do you, uh, what do you, what do you say about the change that you observed with your senses?
1: Well, and that's, I'm glad you use that word senses because um, I think as we grow consciously and spiritually, we realize there's more than even the five senses, right? And, and uh, I always had a strong intuition. And the older I get, the more and more I learn to trust it. It can be, it can be very powerful, you know, uh, just un, from that, you know. I also have learned all my life that I pick up the energy of people around me. So it's very important for me to be around positive people. Because if I'm around negative people, I'll pick up that energy too. I can walk into a room, and sometimes just be. I need to leave this room. You know, there's something wrong here. You know, Uh, so that's something I've developed. On a bigger, bigger picture, obviously uh, the planet is going through changes, and we all know that. We all understand that, and we all think a little differently about it. But we we understand. But from a humanistic standpoint. And this, some people are not going to agree with this. I think we're growing. I think as a collective, we are, we are growing, you know, um, and we, you know, I think we're much more than we were a hundred years ago. I think moving into the future, we're learning more about energy and how we connect. We're learning about how we can use our conscious to create and empower ourselves, those types of things. And so some people see it, uh, different parts of society crumbling or you know whatever some of them are just old doctrines and and old power bases that we've we're starting to grow out of it doesn't mean it's a bad thing you know so we hope that this growth and I'm po- I'm very positive I I've always been I've always been an optimistic person to try to see the positive I know there I know there's horrible things happening I know there's negative things but I'm I feel like that uh, just if you take the earth, what's changed, we are going to consciously keep growing so we can solve in any way or form it's going to be for us to continue to exist. And, you know, whether that's on the earth or whatever. But I, I'm positive. I think I think we're growing and stuff. I, I think 100 years ago, it first of all, technology wouldn't have had. If I was an author, I wouldn't be talking to people all over the world every day. That's a technology. And I know a lot of your site is about technology and growth and innovation. And, and so um, you you take some of these like Twitter and Instagram, whatever, whatever one you're into, LinkedIn, they, we're touching people. We're communicating all over the world now, right? I mean, that's fascinating. You know what I mean? And that's what I learned when I started writing. I, I, I thought I was only going to connect through the books and my publisher said, you need to establish a social media presence. And I did that and it just grew organically, grew exponentially. It was something I was not expecting, you know? Um, So my connection on social media has become as large as mine as an author. You know what I mean? Uh, So that's what I talk about. I don't know where I'll be in 10 years. You know, 10 years ago, I didn't think I'd have this kind of social media communication going on 10 years from now. Who knows what I'm doing? So. So, again, I know through your site, you talk a lot and have some great guests on, you know, about innovation and how it touches us and how we how we change as humans. And Just like social media and the Internet. Technology in general can have good as well as bad. I mean, you know, there's some great things that we're doing. Um, You know, we see see, uh, before us the combustible engine being replaced by electric cars, right? I mean, that's happening. There's a lot of people that are still not believing it, but I'm telling you, it's coming and it's coming fast, you know? And we're finding out that they're, in the big picture, they're actually cheaper to operate and they're better for the environment. You know, and people say, well, you still got to charge them up. So, you know, but but the the energy they're using to charge it up is nowhere near the kind of footprint you put on a combustible engine, you know, that type of way. So that's an example of technology is creating change, you know, and it's creating change for the good. And whenever change, people resist change. In general, people resist change, you know
0: um but it keeps going whether you're ready or not you know so, so as an influencer as a person who uh spreads uh positivity uh, around the world there will be a lot of uh, top technology experts who will be listening to your words through this podcast or uh, through uh this medium uh, with with vast experience that you have as an author as a uh, as a uh, thought leader as a as a motivator As a as a uh, positive human being, what words that you can say that uh, they can put in their mind in the technology tools or services that they are going to create and uh, which will definitely uh, create impact on millions of people? Yeah. And I again, that's
1: it's kind of it kind of goes back to the core. If you're growing spiritually, you're changing. If you're growing as a human, you're changing, you know, even if you're just like educating yourself, like going to school, you know, and college and universities, that's all about change, change, change. You're not the same person when you were. And so that creates you as an individual, the understanding that growth is important, change is important. And one thing we have to understand, and like I mentioned a few minutes ago, change is inevitable. It's it's just a, it's just one of the core laws of life, of the universe, of, of Earth change, you know. So if you're a person that doesn't change very easily, um, you're going to have a tough time. And what it tells me is like a spiritual teacher. It tells me that you're kind of stuck in the ego. You know, you you too much of your life involves the ego, you know. Um, so you, so we have to accept that. We have to accept that change. And there, again, there, there will be good and bad in it. And there will be, you know, uh, sometimes when it goes off the rails a little bit and, you know, whatever it is, you know, kind of like the internet, you know, but, but we've seen such tremendous what it can do, you know, just like, like you mentioned what we're doing right now, you know, um, you know, I'm a few years older than you, you know, it would have, you know, 40 years ago, you'd have told me that. You know, every morning I could wake up and this little handheld device with no wires connected to it, I could talk to people all over the world, you know, and they're leaving me messages and I can even, you know, do a live video with them, (laughs) you know, that that somebody like you, a young, uh, successful, you know, hardworking young person from the other side of the world. First of all, we would have never met without social media right yeah that's how that's how we met right so there again look at something positive it did you know and so we're bridging not only age the difference between your age and my age uh and and we both have great things to share and understand about each other right but we're also bridging the other side of the world you know um in my day the only thing you learned about the other side of the world was in geography and history books. You know, and that was it. You rarely even got any video from television or anything. You know, maybe only if there was like an earthquake or something, you know, or a war going on, which which is all the bad stuff. So so we see that technology has given us this just unbelievable thing you know like you said me connecting with you and we now are friends right at some level and maybe we'll connect again maybe down the road we'll do another podcast together you know and and maybe i'll invite you matter of fact i did that one time i i spoke um in london and i had a couple of young men that that had a podcast um and they were out of um I want to say it was like Wales or something. They were pretty far north, out of London. Uh, and I said, "Hey, I'm speaking at this. Uh, I'm speaking at this presentation. I'd you know like to meet you guys face to face because they had they had interviewed me like three different times at that point. You know, over a couple of years. You know, and uh, so I I invited them up and I said, "Why don't you be prepared to do like 15 minutes." You know, so part of part of my speech is I'm bringing these young men up. I, I met them through the Internet uh, and they're doing some great things um, like you are. And and I let them them talk. for, And it was a great experience for them. You know, they they were able they had never spoken in front of a crowd like that or anything, you know. Um, so that's another example. You know, who knows when our paths will cross again? You know, but they would have never crossed without the technology. I would have never met you, you know, more than likely.
0: You know. So what are those things uh, that won't change, even the change is constant? Wow. You, you
1: stumped me, huh? <laughs> like, uh, well, we're, we're still human. We're always going to be human. And we always are going to make mistakes and have setbacks, have heartbreaks, Um We're not always going to be healthy in the relationships that we get in, you know, that type of thing. Um, Sometimes when you, let's say you had a five-year relationship with a beautiful woman or, or a man, whatever, and you, and then it broke up, and it's extremely painful. You understand as you grow that you were part of that. It wasn't just the other person hurt you that... That relationship broke up for some reason, but it was when you met that person, that's who you were. And many times these breakups aren't necessarily bad because maybe you grew. Maybe over that five years you grew and this other person didn't, you know what I mean? This man or woman, you know, and that that really was okay. Now you no longer were on the same page, you know, and you had to keep growing. It's not that you don't like them. It's not that you don't love them. It's like, I need to move on, you know, and and you wish them well and you send them good energy and you understand that anything that went wrong in that relationship is just as much your fault as theirs, because that's who you were in that moment when you met them and when you started that relationship, you know, so you're accepting that. These are the things that that want to bring to bring this around that we are human, we we're never going to be perfect. And, and so those are the things that don't change the basic core humanity. You know, all of us are capable of horrible things too, you know, Uh, even, even down to the level of evil, you know, we're we're also, we're also capable of tremendous love and empathy and compassion and those types of things, you know? Um, So those core human values, and like, I think you spoke a, a little bit ago as as you as your consciousness raises, you are you are kind of at times leaving that human realm. You're onto other level senses that most humans will never experience, at least not in this lifetime. You know that you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so it's a good thing. It, I mean, it's in you still have that physical body, and you're still going to go back to it. And then there's still going to be times when I call it being very human. That means. You know, you, you make mistakes and, you know, sometimes I'm very human. Um, uh, but there, when you get those moments, when you transcend, you know, and it can come, I mean, obviously it can come from things like meditation and yoga and grounding and nature hikes and all kinds of that. But it can come in anything. You could be uh, a great musician. And there are moments where you just transcend you understand what I mean? You know what I mean, yeah. or you could be a great actor and you get in that moment, of flow. You know, uh, you could be, have any kind of skill. You could be a, a great uh, wood maker. You know, of, of fine furnitures and things like that. And you get in modes, and you get in flows, and you're and you're leaving in, in some level like that human self, and and you're creating, and you're and and you're creating beautiful things. You know, and you and life at that in those moments. Life is easy, and it's fun, and it's empowering. And, you know, we love those moments, right? The the little, the little glimmers, you know? Um, and you know it when, and you sometimes, hopefully as you grow, you start realizing, like, wow, you know, that couple of minutes was great, you know? I want to get back to there again, you know? So what doesn't change is that core human, which so much of that is the ego and embedded in our you know, our genetics and our background and generations and generations of acting and talking and doing certain things and stuff. But, uh, but it's those same individuals that create the technology that have let you and I talk. Uh, they're creating technology to go to other planets. You know, we're, we're, we're doing that, right? You know, uh, and, uh, and uh, so,
0: yeah, it's a fascinating. Uh, have you understood uh, the purpose of your life? The what? Purpose of your life. Purpose? Wow. <laughs> Again, and you know what? If you I probably
1: every five years you asked me, it would be a different, it would be a different uh, answer, you know. Um, and uh, but I, I, you know, just to what we just talked about, I think it's to create those moments when you transcend, you know. Uh, I mean, like, you know, you'd be a great teacher. You know, I used to be in the classroom. And they would be like a three-hour class, let's say, you know, um, and then it's over, and I'm driving home, and I'm like, wow, I it don't, only seemed like I was in there like 20 minutes, but it was three hours, because it was fun and enlightening, and everybody was connecting and talking and learning and growing. You know what I mean? That's that. That's that flow. That. that uh, um, so I think uh, the meaning of life is to grow. And and part of that growth is, is as you as we continue to grow you you find those moments and you they get more of them and more
0: of them and more of them and you become enlightened, right? So as an author, uh, you only concentrate on human beings or either nature or uh, other species as well? Yeah, it's um,
1: I, I think nature is tremendously important. I mean, to be first of all, we are part of nature. People always act like like there's nature and then there's us, you know. Like an elephant is part of nature, but a human is not. Well, no, that's silly. It's all part of the same ecosystem, you know. Um, and uh, and so that's we're all connected. It, it sounds uh, cliche, but it's true. You know, the energy of that tree the energy of that elephant, you know, the energy that comes from the sun, your energy. We're all we're connected as humans, but we're also all connected in nature, you know, and a lot of the great uh, um, religions and, and spiritual growth all over the world, um, you know, understood that, you know, sometimes more than we do now, you know, you know, um, and uh, and uh, so that connection um, is nature. And that's why for me, I need to be in nature a lot. If I'm not, I'm hurting. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, when I I was looking for a home a few years ago, and I said the number one thing, you know, because how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms, I said, I need a view. I need a nature well, I call it nature view. Looking at a bunch of buildings is not a view to me.
0: You know, some people like that, you know. It's like New York City Beautiful, gorgeous view,
1: you know, out my window right here. Uh, So it's very, very important to me. And I go out every day and I ground. I think that's a big thing. Um, And that's why I moved to a climate where I could do that, you know, and that connection. um, And uh, try to hike as much as I can. Um, and, and And you can really... Get in the flow while you're out there in nature. So nature is very important and we need to understand. And maybe some of this climate change is forcing us to understand how we are connected to nature. You know, we are not separate from nature. We are of nature. And we need to remember that on a regular basis.
0: So human beings are into different uh, industries and uh, in different countries and uh, in uh, different parts of the world. So uh, why one person won't think like other person? Explain to me a little more
1: what you're, what you're looking for.
0: Why, why this difference? Uh, two human beings won't think in, it in the same way. Why this conflict happens? Why this nature created uh, yeah. things uh, which are mismatching? Well, I think,
1: first of all, at our core, we are all the same. You know, you know what I mean? I mean, we all want the same. You could. And that's one thing that travel teaches you, that that other people, sometimes they look a little different. They have different traditions. They have different foods. But at their core, they're all the same. You know, we want to be safe and secure. We want to have shelter and food. We want to have family and somebody that loves us, uh, we want to reproduce, all those types of things. We want peace. I think everybody at their core wants peace, you know, but again, that ego, you know, that uh, all these thousands of years of conflict, you know, um, at its core, what it is, is the ego, you know, like, I need to own your land, so now it's my land, you know, or I need to control you as a group of people, or I don't agree with your religion, so I'm going to wipe that out, you know. See, it's all me, 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 ego, you know, so not just, obviously, some leaders were behind many of those things, but but people in general were, too, you know, as we, um, you know, an analogy would be, uh, what sport do you like? You like soccer or Cricket or any sports yeah,
0: that you cricket. like? I'm
1: a professional cricketer. Oh, wow. Okay. Fantastic. So, so you got your team, right? That's your team. And then they're the other guys, right? Yeah. Um, And uh, I know in America, people are just diehard to their team, which usually has a regional connotation. You know, like if you're from Chicago, you like the Chicago Bulls, right? I mean, and that, uh, um, that is kind of the same thing playing out. I mean, obviously we're not killing each other, but you sometimes you hate the fans of another team, right? It's silly. It doesn't make any sense. It's just a bunch of grown men or women or sometimes even kids playing the sport and at the end of the you know, and I love sports too, you know, I'm a I'm a huge basketball fan, you know. Uh and I grew up in Chicago area. So, I grew up through the great Bulls teams and Michael Jordan, you know, and all that stuff, you know. Uh, and even though I don't live there, I still follow the teams. But where 40 years ago I was DARHA, if they lost, it affected my mood, you know. I hated the other teams, and I don't feel that way anymore. I do want to win, I enjoy watching the games. But when it's all over, I say, it's a game, not the end of the world, you know. Um, and I don't have the hate for, for the other teams that I used to. But, I mean, that's the analogy. You know, that's that, that ego, my team. And we, we formed into, into um, you know, groups or tribes or whatever you wanted to call that. And, and then, we, then we connect it with that tribe. And that's part of humanity. We want connection with other humans. And that's, that's, that's good and that's important. But what we don't realize is we need to connect with all humans, not just our tribe. Right. And so that's where these conflicts come that we see all the time. It's, it's tribalism, you know, it's and it usually involves money or land or controlling people or, you know, controlling how people think, you know, that's all the ego. So when we see that kind of stuff, we know simplistically that that's the ego, not that's not the soul of a person that's not you know what i mean that, that's the ego of the pe- either, either the leader or all the people that's the ego controlling too much you know me 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 us us that kind of thing yeah
0: so uh we as a human beings uh from different parts of the world uh, so uh, uh advancing like you said uh, you have seen the constant change that is been happening in uh, uh, in your life, so what? Where we are going? Uh, where we are today? Uh, you saw you saw the advancement. Uh, you saw how humans are thinking and uh, uh, being the reason for the drastic change. Today we are able to communicate like this because of the Microsoft Teams, a technology tool. So you you know what happened uh, 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 forty years ago. Now. You are seeing something is happening with the same eyes. And uh, how do you define this, uh, 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 the change or comparison? Well, my optimism is from people like you in
1: your generation and how you are reaching out uh, to other parts of the world. I've seen you talking to people from all over and great, great thought leaders, which from, by the way, from, from your own growth is fantastic. I mean, you're, you're learning, you're reaching out and say, there's people I can learn things from, you know, and taking some, a little piece of each one of them, you know, that shows me that you're really on a, a growth path. uh, And I, I would, you know, I've, I've, I've coached a lot of people in sports. I've uh, supervised a lot of people in the corporate world and in academia, and I've taught a lot of people, you know? Uh, and I would, and I, and I, and also I told you earlier that I have a strong intuition, right? Well, I'm telling you right now, I feel like you're going to go on to do great things. I just, just the energy, what I, you know, what I, I, I see what you're doing, but I also feel, you know, some. Of, so to answer your question, that it's going to be young people like you using technology. See, you're reaching out to the other side of the world to try to understand. You know, and then those people are more able to understand you. So it's not it's no longer them and us. It's like I have actually a lot of friends in India right now. I have I have friends in Japan. I have friends in Australia, you know, Um, and many of them I eventually do meet at you know, at, at speaking occasions or award banquets or something like that. So it's fascinating, you know? So I have a lot of confidence in people like you, both that you wanna grow and you wanna help people, but you also understand to use technology in order to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so you're the key, you're the core right there, see? I mean, like right now, uh, you know, and I, well, I have a question for you, like, how come I, How come I sell so many books in India? Do you think (laughs) I do for some reason? You know, it's probably my top market.
0: Why do you think that is? Just uh, I don't know. What do you Uh, think? uh, You mean the areas uh, where uh, your thoughts can reach? Everywhere, everywhere in India. Yeah. Through through this uh, yeah yeah, through this uh, uh, podcast, definitely uh, the top leaders and able to share uh, the great work that you're doing. Yeah. And I got right. that opportunity to share.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'd love to see what you're doing in 10 years, you know, 15 years. So I think it's going to be great things. You know, I can say I feel great energy from you, and, uh, and I really appreciate, you know, you calling me up
0: and having a conversation. And uh, I have a couple of questions with your okay. permission I will ask yeah so uh as an experienced person as a influencer as a person uh, uh who can able to influence thousands of people around the world uh we as the human beings growing advanced and now we are able to create uh, uh energy and uh, machines and uh, machinery with which we can able to travel into the space we are going and we are there are people like elon musk and uh, yeah. NASA is doing that, and also uh, I- India also sure. recently has sent uh, Chenran 3 to the moon. So mm. Russia is also uh, in the competition. So how do you define this humans growing and going out of the planet? Yeah, I don't, you know, like we talked
1: about climate change and how we're going to address that, and I do think that we, we're, gonna, we're going to solve it one way or another, and I do think technology is going to be the answer. And maybe that does mean moving to another planet. I mean, that's one of the possibilities, right? So all that work we're doing right now is is maybe you know maybe thirty, forty, fifty, a hundred years from now, maybe you know we maybe if 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 we can't find a way to save this planet, at least for humans, maybe we do continue humanity somewhere else.
0: Possible. And thirty plus years, uh, you saw. Uh, uh, the uh, you saw the world and uh, you had experiences so uh, the people or the species who uh, will be watching or uh, listening to this podcast or this conversation from any anywhere on this universe if this reaches or if this video or audio with, is saved in any uh, data center or any storage device and if they are listening to you what core values that you have understood in this life experience that you want them to follow or to have that will, that, that should be there no matter how many years, uh, you know, uh, humans or other species live. What those core values should be there for any species?
1: Well, we've hinted at it a little bit, but like you say, from a worldview and, we, we have to understand that we're all connected, and I and again, it sounds like a cliche, but it's 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 truer than people realize. The energy, like like how many thousands of miles are we apart? But I can feel your energy. That's not just you know what I'm saying, and and uh, and it's it's because we're connected, and mm. the more we understand that, the more we will um, strengthen that connection. And the less we will have wars, you know, the less we will fight over, we'll share more and things like that. We understand that it's, it's, it's this connection is fascinating. And you, there's people like Albert Einstein and, and uh, Thomas Edison, and even Tesla, the, you know, not the car, the original guy uh, that, that talked about this. And it, it, that's even just from a scientific standpoint. So they're getting more and more proof that this is true, but we are connected every human being as one the one
0: consciousness you know and we need to understand that and at last what is your observation about my work huh what is your what is your observation about my uh, global uh, communication that on my youtube channel and podcast oh I, I i love the work you're doing i i
1: just and i thought it's very uh, eclectic you know like you would have somebody like me on and stuff like that and and uh um i'm going to dig deeper and, and watch some more. i watch several of your you know your uh your youtube posts and things like that and i and i'm interested in finding some more on there and so like i said i'm interested in continuing
0: our relationship i personally did masters in software engineering also bachelor's in computer science and engineering right now i'm doing some devops engineering projects also I'm a software developer for a London company. I'm working remotely. Apart from that, that is my full-time job. Uh, yeah. Apart from that, I'm interviewing experts like you who are already doing great things and in uh, trying to uh, bring some positive change in the world and trying to spread this positivity through my mediums, the small amount of uh, following that I have, not more than, I mean, not uh, even half of yours, but I'm trying my best to spread the, the positive word through experts like you. So how this energy, this, this uh, interviews, uh, the great people like you uh, coming to my show, how this is going to helpful for me personally and how this is going to impact the world in coming days? Well, you know, you're already like, you you
1: have all this academic background in engineering, you know, in a certain area of engineering. That's very technical. It's very analytical, you know, that type of thing but you're interested in expanding out. That's like the other side of the brain, you know? Much of your core career is is analytics, part of the brain, you know? And a lot of what we're talking about is conceptual, you know, and stuff like that. So just the fact that at your young age and, and the kind of work that you do every day and then and then expanding that, that I mean, that shows, that, again, you're willing to, you wanna grow, you wanna learn, you wanna see how, how you can find connections between that analytical stuff you do every day and then, you know, spiritual growth and
0: things like that. And there are connections and You and, you know, yeah. I'll share your web links uh, in the description of this video also. On the video as well, people who finds our video on YouTube or anywhere in the uh, on social platforms can able to learn from you, can able to uh, learn from the books that you are going to write uh, uh, in coming days. Definitely. Uh, can you spell it to my podcast listeners? Uh, just my name in general? Yeah, your social media presence where they can get yeah, um, uh, information.
1: Yeah, uh, my name is Well, I also got, uh, I guess we could do a video. Can you see there? That would be yeah. helpful. This is my last book, Lessons for a Spiritual Warrior by Gary Hensel. It's G A R Y H E N S E L. And Twitter is my largest platform. Um, it's 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 uh, Gary underscore Hensel. Um, you know, for the Twitter. Uh, Instagram has the same one, uh, G A R Y underscore H E N S E L. And there's a uh, uh, a Facebook author, Gary Hensel on Facebook. There's some YouTube videos. So uh, yeah, I'd love to, whatever you're on, try to meet
0: with me on there and we can talk. And la- at last, uh, can I put this video on, on my YouTube channel also audio on my podcast uh, and also everywhere in the internet with your permission? Yeah, absolutely. And I will uh, spread it out too to my followers as well. Thanks, uh, Gary, for your valuable time and sharing your valuable experience and answering some of my questions.
1: Okay. I appreciate the time. Thank you. Thank you, sir.
0: Bye.